0: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
1: Whoa, let's go. It is a Vodka Red Bull Friday brought to you by Scotty's Handcrafted Vodka. Scotty's Vodka is Maryland-made, amazingly smooth, and loved Love. throughout the yes. DMV. You know who else is loved throughout the DMV? Who is that? I believe, Marilyn made. Who's that? Bobby Blanco. What up, Bobby? Hey,
2: Bobby. How you doing, dude? Hey, JP. B. Mitch. Long time no talk. Happy baseball season. I love that techno intro. reminds me of uh, my mixers down at Gonzaga when Uh-oh. I was in high school. Now Uh-oh. you're
1: talking. Now you're talking. <laughs> um, dude, yeah, we haven't talked in a while, and I don't mean this rude, because the Nats haven't really done anything in a while. Um, pretty quiet off season, right?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you guys had a lot on your hands covering – The football season, which obviously you guys crushed at, and um, now the Super Bowl's over, switched to the baseball season, and, yeah, the Nats had a very quiet offseason, I think. This was kind of expected, much like last offseason. They, um, you know, weren't expected to sign any of the top free agents. They were going to make minor moves. They did add some pieces, Joey Gallo, Nick Senzel, uh, to major league deals, Dylan Floro in the bullpen, um, and then they just brought in Jesse Winker, another veteran outfielder on a minor league deal. So those are some names that fans probably would recognize. But other than that, pretty quiet offseason, um, which would be expected. I think if everything goes according to plan this year, maybe next offseason or next spring training when we're having this conversation, we'll be talking a more uh, progressive and interesting offseason. What what is it that fans should be
1: looking for this year? Right. And what are the expectations?
2: I think the expectations are another step forward at the National Improved by 16 wins last year um, from 2022. So um, I think that's maybe not that much. As that's, that was a bigger leap than I think a lot of people expected, but a, a, a similar leap, you know, something along the lines of just winning more, um, getting closer to 500. It might not be exactly 81 wins, but maybe closer to 80 wins as opposed to the 71 they had last year. And then, of course, you're looking at the young players, at the major league roster. It's, uh, can Mackenzie Gore be more consistent? Uh, can Josiah Gray you know, take his all-star year and really prove that he can be a top-of-the-line starting um, in this rotation? In this rotation. Um, can Lane Thomas follow up his, you know, kind of breakout season last year? Can C.J. Abrams prove that he can be a superstar in the make him? Uh, can Caber Ruiz back up his contract extension that he got last spring training? And then, of course, you're also looking at the top prospects, Dylan Cruz, James Wood, Brady House. How do they fare on the farm, and do any of them um, make this roster later this summer?
1: How close are any of those guys to to getting called up? Maybe specifically Cruz and Wood, because Wood's the local kid. Cruz was the number two overall pick. I think I made his dad last day last year. I you're right. He was at something we were both at. Yeah. Big fella. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um Wood, yes.
2: Wood made it to one of the commanders' games this year, so you probably saw him there. Nah, nah it was more recently. recently.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: Anyway, it might have been we'll talk about
1: yeah. Um Give us Wood and Cruz, where they're at, expectations, timeline, et cetera.
2: Yeah, I think some national uh, like publications who you know, do this a little more in-depth um, are looking at both of them having the potential to break through this year at some point. The thing about the two of them in the outfield, they really don't have anyone blocking them. Like Lane Thomas is really the only one who's solidified in this outfield. Joey Gallo is a one-year rental um hopefully he could maybe be flipped at the trade deadline if he has a strong first half and then you got victor robles on his last year probably getting ahead for free agency at some point this year or maybe he can have a good first half and they can flip him as well um and then it's just a bunch of young guys who we've seen come up and you know has performed well here and there but they don't have the pedigree that dylan cruz or james Wood have as top prospects not just in this organization but in baseball you mentioned dylan cruz being the number two overall pick james wood was and by some reports, they got top three prospect last year. Um, so I, I think, you know, they have their own things they need to figure out. Obviously, they've only been in, you know, Dylan Cruz has only been in pro ball for a couple of months. James Wood just got the double A last year. So that's a big leap to be expected. But they don't really have anyone at the major league roster blocking them. So if they perform well, um, I think by, you know, August, maybe September, you could see them come up and make their major league debuts if they, if they perform out. Now, also, going back to what I think they should be expecting, if the Nats are playing better and winning more games, you might not see them rush Cruz or Wood or even Brady House up to the majors. I think Brady's a little bit more of a stretch to make the club this year at some point, but he theoretically could, I guess. Um, but if the team is winning, you, know, you might not see them turn to them as quickly, um, even if they are performing well. Um, Most of them
1: not coming up, though, is contractual mechanisms, right? Like, as long as you wait till after July 1st or something, you, you get another year of control.
2: Yeah, the new CBA kind of got rid of that. Actually, teams are now incentivized to bring them up. If you oh, look right. at, like, Gunnar Henderson last year, the Orioles are getting a draft pick because he won Rookie of the Year. So you're kind of incentivized to bring up your top prospects earlier, have them perform well. You know, and if they place, I think, in Rookie of the Year voting or MVP voting, you know, you get some compensation back for that. So, teams are actually incentivized to bring up prospects earlier. um, So, they kind of got rid of that Chris
1: Bryant rule. Okay, good. (laughs) So, if somebody's balling, they'll start calling them up.
2: Yeah, I I mean, we saw it last year. I mean, like, I remember we were talking a little bit, you know, I think it was like in May or June because James Wood went from, you know, high A to double A quicker than we've ever seen um, the Nationals promote a top prospect. And then uh, Cruz was, you know, went from, you know, rookie ball to high A and then skip, uh, single A then skipped high A altogether and went to double A. So they are not shy of bringing them up when they think they're ready. Um, it's just a matter of the guys proving that they can be, you know, handle, you know, triple A pitching, major league pitching, stuff like that.
1: Talking with our boy Bobby Blanco from and Sports. You can follow him at Bobby underscore Blanco. And, and am I, I mean, because Cruz played College ball at such a high level. I think did they win or did they get upset by Florida in the College World Series when he was at LSU? I don't remember, but no, they they won and they he, won, was, yeah. he won. like the Heisman Trophy of college yeah, baseball. That's what I thought. He was the dude. Like he's he could be close pretty quick, right? Like he's yeah, not a high school he, guy. They've got to develop. They're not going to hold him back because you know they try to take worry about all the amount of years and all that right. stuff.
2: Right, correct. Like, I, and this was something that the NAS kind of focused on in last year's draft, where they focused more on established veteran college bats as opposed to drafting high schoolers. I think they only drafted, I know through their first 10 rounds, they only drafted one high schooler and it was a pitcher. Uh, Other than that, they drafted uh, college bats. And even their second round pick, Yohandy Morales was supposed to be a first rounder and they snatched him in the second round. He could be a guy that could fly up, maybe not this year, but sooner rather than later, because they have so much experience at, Top programs at the collegiate level. That's why we saw Dylan Cruz fly up to Double A in you know less than a month when he made his pro debut. All
1: right, there you go. Um, so there's obviously help coming, right? But what like what do they got? Tell me their rotation. I know, you know, obviously you've got Josiah, you've got Mackenzie Gore. What happens after that?
2: Yeah, Josiah McKenzie, you're going to be your top two guys. I would imagine one of them, probably Josiah, as long as everyone's healthy, takes uh, the ball on opening day. Um, You're on your last year of the contract with Patrick Corbin, so he's still around. Um, Trevor Williams currently isn't at spring training because his wife is expecting – um to give birth anytime soon how but many kids do they term, have
1: don't they already have a couple
2: kids they have a lot yeah um so he's not with the team <laughs> he's currently like philip um, yeah, he's philip rivers man. <laughs> <laughs> maybe a little bit um but yeah so uh and then you remember if you remember uh, jake urban was the guy that came up last year uh because kate cavalli was injured um he was the next kind of prospect up and he had surprisingly Pretty solid rookie year, so he figures to be back in that spot. And then Cavalli should be back sometime in June, I think. Um, He's throwing a bullpen today down in West Palm. Um, You know, he's actually throwing bullpens like three times a week, I think I read. So he is on track to recover from his Tommy John surgery and be back in this rotation hopefully by early parts of the summer and finish out this season. Obviously, he'll be on an innings limit, but um, he'll be a part of it. Um, Yeah, and it's, it's those five guys, Irvin, Corbin, Williams, and then Goran Gray at the top uh, with Gavali coming at some point. You also have Jackson Rutledge, another top prospect who I think made like two or three starts at the end of last year, slashed some impressive stuff. He's a former first-round pick um, that could also push for uh, a roster spot or a rotation spot if he performs well in spring training. So they have some options, but it's mostly around those guys. Gore Gray, you can even throw Urban in there because he's young and, and was pretty impressive throughout the course of the season last year.
1: All right. Uh, thank you, Bobby. Appreciate, Appreciate it, Appreciate you, brother. Enjoy Florida, dude. Yeah, guys, thanks so much for having me on. joining, talking baseball with you. All right, oh. right. Give him a follow if you want, at Bobby underscore
0: Blanco. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds?